Welcome back to Tiger Talk tonight here on KNM and KNMO. Mike Carmen back with you once again a little bit later on the program. Again, Nevada Tiger head coach Sean Gray and head wrestling coach Forrest Drury joining us on the program. But for the next hour or so, we're going to talk Nevada High School Athletics. And we talk, uh, first of all, with Lady Tiger head basketball coach Blake Howard. Not such a busy week coming up, but certainly been pretty busy over the last week since we last visited last Wednesday with three games. Uh, Nevada, though, with a nice 3-0 mark during that time, uh, picking up a win against Monette, uh, East Newton, and Lamar along the way so we got uh and uh, all three of those big a west games yep. so obviously a good start to conference play you're ha- hard to believe you you play a week and you're halfway through your conference schedule <laughs> yeah i mean <laughs> it's fl- it's flew by uh you know and I, i'm kind of glad about the spacing this year uh last year we played east newton on monday lamar on tuesday and then seneca that thursday and so at least now we had that uh, a little better spacing uh, than we did last year. But still, uh, it is kind of weird now that we we're talking about it. We we are halfway through, and <laughs> you know we play a back-to-back tournament, so it's going to be right back on us. And uh, you know, it's even kind of crazy to start thinking about how busy J- January is. But also, our season is starting to wind down, mm-hmm. and uh, I don't know. That's just a, a weird feeling because uh, you know we've had a lot of success this year. Our girls are playing so hard, and so. Um, for the the season to be winding down like it is, uh, we're, we're doing some good things. I'm super proud of our girls. Well, now sitting at uh, ten and three on the year after the win last night, as we mentioned, three and zero in conference play. Got a big one next week uh, against Seneca. We're going to talk about that here in just a little bit, and then start to play McDonald County and Cassville for the remainder of their Big A West Division games. But we're going to talk. Let's do, we're going to hit the highlights on these three, and then move forward to a big game next week against Seneca. Uh, talk about uh, the Monette ball game, which you played last Thursday, fifty-six twenty-five, getting a win at Wynn Gymnasium. Twelve twelve game after the uh, the first quarter of play, the Monette hung in there tough for a little while, but then you take over in the second quarter with a sixteen three advantage, and uh, that was pretty much all she wrote. Yeah. I- I mean, you could you could say I guess we had a, a little monkey on our back after those two tough losses, um, you know, against P Hill and then Web City, and so uh, to come down the first quarter, twelve twelve, uh, one I was a little surprised, um, but then it goes back to our girls and how much they've improved. They have figured out uh, what we're looking for. Um, they understand like when we, when we make adjustments, how to adjust and how to do them correctly. Twelve, uh, twelve. Uh, some of the stuff that we were doing was jump trapping. We were jump trapping way too far out, uh, and, and us doing it, that extended uh, jump trap on ball screens opened up the backside. Our rotation. Uh, there was multiple things that was happening. We were jump trapping the ball, and we didn't get a deflection, and then. Uh, or we didn't close the gate good enough is what we call it, trying to trap that girl coming off the ball screen. Uh, that that didn't happen. Or we tried to stay in it too long. They threw out of it, and then we were already out of position. So then they got it to the block and was able to get a quick, easy layup. Um, the, the big girl inside, I, I think it's Villa is her last name, maybe, uh, 20, no, 22. You're talking about Ariana City. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah, tall girl, uh, you know, Able to finish around the block, obviously. Uh, she had the, those six six points for him there, and and uh, our six layups, I guess. She yeah, had four. She had, yeah, she had ten points in the first quarter. Yeah, yeah, ten of their twelve right there. So she had five easy buckets right there, and so uh, we were able to adjust. And that just goes to our girls' understanding, being able to make adjustments on the fly. Uh, we saw that the first half of our season. And then, you know, we worked on it just a little bit over Christmas break because I didn't want to overwhelm them. I just wanted to work on a few other things. But then 
during during the the Monet game, we had to make those adjustments. And so we did. We were able to. And then at halftime, we were able to talk a little bit more in depth about certain things. And that's whenever we definitely opened up our lead there in that third quarter. Matty Majors led you with 17 points. That kind of uh, some tough scoring nights against, uh, as you mentioned, Webb City and Pleasant Hill. So good to see her get back uh, going again. And Grace Barnes with two threes. Really need to get her going on the, from the three-point line to add another scoring threat for you on the outside. And she ends up with a couple of trays. And we've kind of seen that build as the as the last couple of games have moved on. Yeah, we, we've been talking about how streaky Grace is, is is as a shooter and can be. And so uh, for her to catch fire right now at this point in time of our season, that's good for us. Uh, you know, last week we were talking about that third and fourth score. We're still looking for him. Grace is starting to ease into that role. Abby Hethman, I mean, last night against Lamar, she knocked down those two threes early when they tried to do a triangle and two against us. They can't give up shots like that. You know, you get out to an early lead, they're not going to set back in a zone because now we have – more threats and both those girls very capable of double figures um and so that that just goes to show that the time that they're putting in too you know grace has been staying after practice she, we've been doing a ton of shooting drills during practice and we're trying to make it as live as possible in practice but then you know they're they're bought into the program and they're coming in they're getting after in practice and then afterwards they're staying and they're shooting and we're getting a lot of shots up and so uh, hopefully this continues to pay off for us. Uh, you know, knock on wood, don't want to jinx anything or, or Grace's streak uh, knocking down shots right now because we need her to continue to do that, uh, especially Tuesday night against Seneca. But uh, she did. She, she's knocking down shots. She's feeling comfortable, getting that confidence in her shot. Uh, you know, we missed some of those against P. Hill. And, uh, you know, we, we hung our heads a little bit rather than thinking next shot I shoot, it's going in. Knowing, thinking, uh, having that confidence of your shot's good and letting it fly. Well, you move on then to, uh, again, we're going to move through these games. Well, uh, then Monday night uh, on the road to Granby to take on the uh, East Noon Lady Patriots. Uh, and again, a game played uh, at uh, Granby on Monday night. 48-39, Nevada gets the victory. A game probably a little bit more decisive than the final score came out. They made a little run there towards uh, the end. Uh, some missed free throws from Nevada, a couple of threes by East Newton. You know, they they were on the periphery of getting back in it, but to held them off, uh, hit just enough free throws to do so. So, your matchup against East Newton, a team that, again, uh, you're a tight first quarter. And then, again, second period seems to be your quarter right now. You outscore them 21-12 to for a 10-point lead at halftime. Yeah, for them to, to I think we went one by nine there that night. They tried to make a run late, and after going you know zero for seven, finally stepped up, started knocking some. <laughs> I knocking got blamed some for that, by the way. <laughs> I, would, I guess you probably heard that. Uh, yeah, I, my wife told me about that. How we were, <laughs> how we were perfect or some, or shooting the ball, or the free throws well. Uh, yeah, she told me about that when I got home. She said Mike's Mike jinx you, and I was like, no, it's, we can't we can't use that. I'd love to, but <laughs> um, you know that that's on us. And but once again, that's something that we can adjust to. That's something that we can spend time on uh, in practice. That's another thing that we're going to focus on today is free throws. And so, uh, you know, we were able to step up there eventually and start knocking them down. Early on, we we struggled, but there was times I felt like uh, we didn't value the basketball. And we got to do a better job of that. East Newton, they've improved. Uh, and I said that that night afterwards. They they improved. They're a scrappy ball club. Uh, the coach that they got now, uh, he's had success. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's starting to instill some really good basketball into them. And so they were figuring things out too. And and we got to take care of the basketball, value it. Time of possession is a, a good thing for us, uh, especially when we have the threats that we do. We can go inside to Ab. 
Now with Grace hitting shots, you got Claire and Maddie, who's been in double figures most mostly every game. And so we got a lot of threats on our team. Uh, and then you throw Bailey Austin, Katie J out there, who's just a go-getter. They're going to give us second, third, fourth opportunities. One possession in the first half, we got four opportunities, and we didn't we didn't score. And so, I mean, all the shots were good. You can't tell a player, a shooter, hey, don't shoot that wide open shot, you know. But instead of maybe shooting it, let's get organized. Get us in an offense. If we can get those high-quality shots that quick and right off an offensive rebound, think what we're going to get if we got organized and ran an offensive set, how open and how good of, of a rhythm shot we could really get. 20 points for Clarice Waringen. Had 16 of those by halftime. She was one of those that had a perfect night uh, at the free throw line. She did go uh, 7 of 7 from the, the charity strike, 20 points. In fact, uh, backed it up with another 20-point performance last night against Lamar. But, boy, what she got she got you going in that first half, three trays in that first half, including the one we all laugh about now with the half quarter she hit, uh, about seven seconds to go in the first half. Uh, but uh, from downtown, she made it and uh, gave you that 10-point lead. So, uh uh, she was able to walk off the court with a grin on her face anyway. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> we talked about this last night before the Lamar game. And I, once again, I have no idea who was yelling, but she said, I heard three, two, one. She That's when she let it rip. And so for her to do that, I was thinking, no. You know, luckily it went in for us, but that's not the shot we were looking for. Uh, however, you know, it did. So you roll with it, and that's, that's what we did uh, after that shot. But – that was a learning opportunity, and I said that last night before Lamar. She had the chance to hear that and then look up at the clock. It, they got, we got scoreboards on, on both ends, every gym we go in. And so look up at the clock and just see how much time is really left. Even if you heard the countdown start, you have time to take a quick glance. And so uh, time management, time awareness, and that's something that she's got to do a better job of. Um, you know, she's a sophomore. Yeah. Those things are gonna those things are gonna happen uh, with her skill and her ability. When those things happen, <laughs> that's gonna happen too. She's capable of of shooting those shots and having range and knocking down those. Uh, but for seven seconds, I think when she crossed half court, she let it fly, uh, made it. They still had time to throw it in and almost get. They almost got a, a into the quarter shot too. So uh, we got to be careful with that. But yeah, super proud of her we got to get to the free throw line more. And that's something that we've been talking about as a group too, is we got to get to the free throw line, finish through contact, either get the old fashioned and one three point play, or we got to be good enough free throw shooters to step up and knock them down. But we got to put teams in tough positions, start fouling them. Uh, you know, we, we try to go after some girls, the Shaw girl, she fell, uh, Coburn, mm -hmm. she fouled out Monday night at East Newton because we went after her and Claire did a good job attacking putting that girl in a tough position, you know, and she started reaching. And so we got to continue to do that. And Claire, she can step up to the free throw line and knock him down. All the girls that we have that's been playing, you know, a, a significant amount of minutes, all of them are capable to do it. Katie J starting to figure it out too. She's been knocking down free throws for us, did it again last night. And so we got to continue on uh, with that and with this group. They uh, made a little bit of run in the fourth quarter, got hot from the three-point line. Sometimes that just seems to happen. Josie Gwynn with a three. Kylie Cole, you mentioned her. I, I, thought, I don't know what she's done the rest of the season, but pretty impressive. A freshman, coach's daughter, uh, on Friday night came off the bench, 15 points, uh, 11 of those in the second half. And, uh, you know, sometimes when you're young and unknown, you can, you can do some good things. And that, that certainly did pan out for her on uh, Monday night. 
Yeah, I've talked to a couple of coaches uh, before we played East Newton about them, and, and she was one that they pointed out and stood out and, and how well she she really is. And they always say, you know, she's a freshman. Uh, with that, won the fourth quarter. At that point, East Newton had n- nothing to lose. And so they just started letting them fly. And so, you know, when teams start doing that, eventually they will start hitting shots. We saw it last night. You know, Josie Adams hit one late against us in the Lamar game. Yeah. Uh, you know, just let it fly. And so when you start throwing up shots, eventually you're going to get one to fall. And so East Newton started doing that in the fourth quarter. Um, but the, the Cole girl, uh, 44, she did a, a great job as a freshman. But at that point, you know, as a freshman, you come in off the bench. You don't have any pressures of starting. And then, two, uh, you know, some of our girls, we were at a position which then opened that up. And so to catch and fire like she did, that she has a lot of confidence, and that's good for, for her and, and, you know, East Newton going forward. But now we got to be aware of that. Next year, knowing uh, that she had 15 against us, and she's going to be one of those players that we have to keep an eye on and know where she's at when she's on the floor. Beta moves on to a home date last night against the Lamar Lady Tigers. Obviously, rivalry game uh, last night. They're looking for win number 10 on the season. They got it with a 57-31 victory against Lamar. Uh, forced Lamar to use three timeouts in the first quarter. Didn't wait around to the second period this time. Took control of this one early. 15-5 after uh, one quarter. Three trays. Two by Abby Hethman that you mentioned earlier. Uh, Clara also had one. But uh, really just kind of, uh, uh, kind of put your, your foot on their throat early in that one. Yeah, and that's what we've been talking about. And I, I told them that even against Monette, uh, starting that night, guys, we cannot allow teams to hang around with us when we are the better team. And I felt like the last three games, we've been the better team. And so instead of coming in and, and just putting our foot in the water and kind of seeing, uh, do we want some of this or not, we got to jump on people. And so hopefully moving forward after last night's game against Lamar, where we jumped on them, we can continue that because we're going to need it against Seneca. We're going to need it against Cassville and Mack County. And we're going to need it in the Frontenac tournament, too. It's a tough bracket. And so uh, hopefully talking about it and then realizing what we're capable of doing and what we're looking for, it continues to happen. And so for us to get out, jump out like we did, you know, I, I got, clearly we shocked Lamar, too, for them to use three timeouts. Uh, they came out in a triangle and two. That's something that we've been practicing going against. Uh, and just so the more times you practice it and rep it, the more comfortable you are. And so I felt like last night, once again, Abs got confidence, let it fly. But then also, our girls didn't get rattled by the triangle in two. And we got organized. We ran multiple different sets. Claire knocking down shots, getting to the hole. Uh, those are the things we, we need to do and we're capable of doing. Uh, you know, Mads, we missed a ton of layups. At one point, she missed yeah. two back-to-back. Yeah. And so we could have even opened that spread up a little bit more. But the good thing is that's fixable, uh, and we still got the win out of it. So once again, super proud of our girls and able to come out and compete and and. It always feels really good when you beat Lamar. Yeah, absolutely, and uh, certainly a good night for Nevada last night. I mentioned Clara Swearingen, two straight 20-point games. That included last night four trays in the contest. In fact, uh, three-pointers were working well for you. She had four, Grace Barnes with one, Abby Ethman with uh, two. So uh, had almost as many three-point shots as you had two-pointers. Yeah, and the good thing about that, too, is, you know, we didn't even play some of those girls in the fourth quarter. Mm-hmm. And so, and you look at Ab, she finished with 10. Well, she was in foul trouble early on in the third quarter, so she only played two and a half quarters. And so, um, to look at that and to think of what we possibly have, that's good for us. I'm super excited about it. I'm super excited for our girls. But it, it goes to show when you get it done on the defensive end, we've been talking about our defense. Defense, defense, defense. Get up, guard people, get after people. Give them, a, if they get a shot, one and done. 
you know, and I feel like we, for overall, for the most part, there was a couple of times we had some a couple of breakdowns, but for the most part overall, we did a great job of rebounding, taking care of the ball, and then we talked about the pace of the game. We want to run. We got too many athletes, too much talent to just set back. At times, we can run, and, and last night, especially in that third quarter there, Mads got a rebound, or... Ab got a rebound, outlet to Mads, started to push, and Claire the same way, advanced the basketball. Whenever you start getting shooters like Clara and Maddie in rhythm, running the floor, good things are going to happen. And we saw that last night whenever Clara got ahead. And, I mean, she just running running the lanes, advanced the ball, caught it in rhythm, and then immediately goes into it. That's when we're at our best, and, and that was good stuff. That was good last night. And, I, and once again, uh, hats off for us being able to see the floor because, you know, at times we've got sloppy with it. Mm-hmm team's pressing i thought last night we did a great job with lamar's press uh you know we didn't get discouraged we didn't get trapped we handled it and uh th- that's good to see us because we, we were needing some confidence in that too because we've been struggling with teams uh that oppressed us and so it was nice for us to handle it and then get organized on the offensive end yeah you mentioned that and, and you know, that made me immediately think of the east Dune game because we saw several occasions we got trapped on the sideline and just kind of had to go into desperation mode in that fourth quarter so yeah gotta gotta stay in space yeah exactly and i mean it just seeing the floor you know, we talked about it. When we put Ab in the middle of the floor because they're trapping on the sidelines, she's going to move as the ball moves. She's not just going to run off. And so as we get going to the sideline and they trap us, the middle of the floor is still wide open. And so, you know, for us to see that last night and get it there, that was good. But then also, you know, we have good enough guards. When Lamar went to their man full court press, we got it. And we cleared out, we handled the pressure, and then we beat it and got us organized. And so that's what our girls are capable of doing. I'm glad we had the opportunity to work on that and to have success with that. So that way, moving forward, we have that confidence. Well, and then uh, defensively, it's been stellar. Yeah, in fact, in the last three games, 25, 39, and 31 points. Uh, you'll take that string. Oh, absolutely, especially the last the, – you know, those two tough losses, mm-hmm. I, I felt like our defense really let us down. Uh, and so – over over the last several practices, that's been our, our emphasis is defense, focused on defense. Uh, you know, we get up and down the floor a lot in practice. And so the, the drills that we do, if our girls get a stop on defense, I allow them to go down and play offense. Mm-hmm. If we miss a shot, that's it. I stop it and we go immediately back on defense. If we're not going to value the basketball in practice, we're not going to do it in games. And so for us to have that, our girls started valuing the basketball. Uh, and so it's nice to see that we're working our, our rear off and then going down and getting good shots, high-quality shots, and then uh, getting it, getting back on defense to continue on. And so uh, it starts in practice, and so we got a few days here to, to get after it too. But, uh, you know, our defense is, is starting to stand out again. And we got we to gotta continue to have that. we got a lot of good basketball teams, uh, you know, that we're about to play against that have scores, shooters. And so we got to know where they're at and be able to get up and guard. All right, so just a couple of questions left before we close this segment out. And then, uh, first of all, you got a bit of a break here. You just came off a break for the holidays, but now you're gonna you got a week now before your your next game, which we're going to touch on here in a second. So what are you uh, working on here in the back half of the week with no game action? Just to take some a little, uh, a couple little things from the last three games here, uh, we're definitely going to work on the jump traps. Uh, we're on the floor when we want to, when we don't want to, uh, and then we're definitely going to start prepping for Seneca. Seneca's good, uh, you know. They just beat Mount Vernon the other night. They beat Castle, I think, last night it was, and so um, 
I feel like it's between us two. I feel like it's between Seneca and Nevada, and that's Tuesday night, the 18th. And so we're going to start also just prepping for uh, Seneca today at practice and then the next couple of days at practice. But also, uh, you know, we're going to take a little time here and just enjoy some team bonding. Uh, we're, we're probably going to have, you know, a little easier practice today and then, you know, maybe uh, Thursday also. But we're, we're just going to try to find little things that we can get better at. And it, we're going to talk through some defensive stuff and then definitely uh, look at the one three one that Seneca's about to throw at us, walk and talk, see angles, uh, how we're going to be able to beat it. Uh, I've already started watching some film on them today. And so there's certain things that we can do in, the, our, in our offensive sets that we run against a one three one that's going to be there. And so this is the opportunity with a few days here to really slow it down and let our girls see it. So that way we are confident we're not overthinking. We just catch it in rhythm, and uh, hopefully on Tuesday we get the job done. Well, Seneca is currently sitting at nine and two. They've only played one conference game. That was against that was their opener last night against Cassville, as a matter of fact, and they did pick up a fifty-five thirty win. Cassville team that's sitting at ten and five now. Again, we'll qualify here. Cassville plays a pretty small school schedule, yeah. and there's no doubt about it. They can't, they have to admit it themselves. Uh, but uh, so a, a convincing win for Seneca last night at fifty five thirty. They do have to play McDonald County on Friday before they uh, see you next Tuesday. So. Let's assume that they get by a, a two and ten McDonald County team, uh, and uh, so that sets up uh, what certainly looks like to be the game that could very well decide the Big Eight West uh, division next Tuesday night. It will be at Seneca. It's a girl boy doubleheader, so hope you make the trip down. If not, of course, we'll have the coverage for you. Uh, but let's talk about Seneca. It all starts certainly with the Grotjohn girls, and uh, talk about them and the overall ability of Seneca. Yeah, I mean, right there, those two sisters are really what Seneca has. Um, you know. Against Mount Vernon, they each had 20 points apiece, 40 of their 50 points against Mount Vernon. Uh, last night, the the freshman, I think it's Hayes, Hayes, Hazel maybe. or uh, the, uh, I haven't yeah, looked at the roster. Yeah, yet. I mean, I, I get their last names, and then you get sisters. Then you got to start figuring out the first names. And so I told you I was going to do better with names, and, it, and here I am failing. Well, if I did so. my job order prepped for the show, and been able to tell you. My bad. <laughs> but uh, I can tell you numbers, 30, uh, the younger the younger John girl. Uh, Aliyah's 11, uh, and so uh, the freshman sister, she's the one that led the way against Cassville Forum. Uh, I want to say she had like 16 of their points in the first half alone or 18 in the first half alone. So um, they're good. They've been around. We, we've been uh, we, we've known Aliyah since she was a freshman. She was a standout as a freshman. Um, she's able to score. She had some uh, records last year too, mm-hmm. and so we got to know where they're at. Some things that we're going to try to change up on them. Uh, Grace Barnes, the way that she's playing defense and has been, she did an outstanding job against the Yates girl uh, at Carthage. And then last night, the Adams girl's been averaging almost 15 points a game. We held her to five points last night. And so, and one of them was a three-pointer in the fourth quarter where she just threw it up. And so right there shows how great Grace has been playing defense. Uh, and, and Grace wants that challenge. So right there, that's going to be the first thing. We're probably going to face guard Aaliyah to start with and then immediately start changing into a triangle and two uh, or 2-3 zone and try to maybe extend a little bit. But the thing with Seneca is they're 1-3-1. One, one. Uh, they play 1-3-1 one, one pretty consistent almost all game. And so for them just to set in that and to throw that out there, it tries to make teams think. And, you know, there's – ton of opportunities 
in a 1-3-1, especially watching some film. The backside's there. Corner threes are there. And so we have a lot of girls. Grace has been knocking down the corner threes. Bailey's hit a couple corner threes. Abcan, Claire. I mean, so we got some spots on the floor that we're going to target, and that's the stuff that we're going to look at. But um, overall, the Grout John girls, we got to take care of those two. If Seneca beats us, I can live with that. But if the Grout John girl, if they, if those two beat us, that's going to kind of leave a little bad taste in our mouth. And so um, those two are good. I'm not trying to downgrade Seneca at all, but those two are the ones that make that, that shit float. And so for that to happen, we got to take care of them, keep them in front, and, and almost frustrate them. We've seen what Alita does whenever we, we get up and get after them. Uh, and so hopefully we can frustrate them. Carl Junction in the Carl Junction tournament, uh, they played Seneca. They frustrated them, and whenever that happened, uh, that's whenever Carl Junction went on their run. And so we got to take care of business, take care of those two, and uh, hopefully on Tuesday night we can uh, we can play Lady Tiger basketball one on the offensive end, but definitely on the defensive end, and, and get out of there with a great win. Team that can score points, they score almost sixty points a ball game. So uh, very good uh, offensive ball club should be a heck of a matchup coming up next Tuesday night uh, down at Seneca again as a girl boy doubleheader, and we'll have that coverage for you. I'll tell you about that a little bit later on. Well, enjoy the time off from game action the rest of this week, and uh, we'll look forward to coming back talking about the Seneca game next Wednesday and previewing the Frontenac tournament. Uh, always exciting time. So that turn that bracket will be coming out over the weekend. So yep. we'll look forward to talking about that. Yep, sounds great. Thanks, Mike, and and thank you for uh, traveling with us this week mm-hmm. and and definitely broadcasting this. Uh, you know, being 3-0 in conference, hats off to our girls and glad that you're you're following us and Absolutely. doing that and, and allowing our girls to get out there and, and represent Nevada and, and show, uh, I guess, the community and anybody else that's, yeah. anybody else that's watching. <laughs> Absolutely. It's our pleasure. We enjoy doing it. It's why we do it. And uh, look forward to, to the remaining uh, full, about five, six weeks of the season. We'll come back, talk Tiger basketball. Head coach Sean Gray, they had a tough one last night against Lamar. We'll come back and talk about that and other games over the last week and preview what they've got coming up as well after this timeout on Tiger Talk.